بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فالآن إن شاء الله بإذن الله نستمر نكنتينيو في حديث العاشر the 10th حديث عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الناس إن الله طيب لا يقبل إلا طيبا وإن الله أمر المؤمنين بما أمر به المرسلين قال يا أيها الرسول كلوا من الطيبات واعملوا صالحا إني بما تعملون عليم وقال يا أيها الذين آمنوا كلوا من طيبات ما رزقناكم ثم ذكر الرجل وذكر الرجل يطيل السفر أشعث أغبر يمد يديه إلى السماء يا ربي يا ربي ومطعمه حرام ومشربه حرام وملبسه حرام وغذي بالحرام فأنا يستجاب لذلك رواه مسلم And that is that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this hadith al-ashir from the 40 hadith, the 10th hadith in the 40 hadith of al-Nawawi rahimahullahu ta'ala that the Messenger وسلم, said in the narration according to an authority of Abu Hurairah that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is tayyib. Allah is good and pure and, and accepts only that which is good. Allah is good and accepts only that which is good. Allah has commanded the faithful, the believers, to do that which he has commanded the mursaleen. That which he has commanded the messengers. And he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, O you messengers, eat of the good things and do the good deeds. Do the good deeds. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, O you who believe, eat of the good things that Allah, that we have provided for you. And then the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned the man who traveled far and he was disheveled and dusty due to traveling and he raises his hands to the sky and he says oh lord ya rabbi ya rabbi oh my lord oh my lord while his food is haram and his drink is haram impermissible unlawful and his clothing is unlawful haram and he's nourished un, uh, through, through haram he's nourished through haram and so how can he be answered? Yani how can his dua that he's raising his hands in the air, uh, in the sky, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when his clothes is haram, his food is haram, or yani that which he eats is haram, that which he wears is haram, his uh, clothing uh, is haram, and his nourishing, or nourish, that which nourishes him is haram. So how can he be answered? How does he expect to... Have his supplications answered. God in this hadith, inshallah ta'ala, with the sharh of Sheikh Saleh Fawzan, Havidullah, will mention some uh, points in order to get uh, more of a holistic understanding of uh, this amazing hadith. For verily, there are many benefits that we can take from this hadith. So we start with number one. The statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Fa'idatul ula nu'a nuqtatul ula bal nuqtatul ula, the first point, in Allah tayyibun la yaqbalu illa tayyiban. That Allah is good and He does not accept 
anything but good. And in this hadith, this is a, in this love and this word, and this is a proof of the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for Allah is the pure and beautiful names, make dua to him through these names. Naam, Allah is tayyib. Annahu munazzahun anil naqais wal uyub. Fahuwa tayyibun fi thatihi wa fi asmaihi wa fi sifatihi. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is good and, 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 and perfect in all affairs. There is no deficiencies or defects with him subhanahu wa ta'ala in Allah tayyib. No deficiencies or defects. So he is pure and good in his essence subhanahu wa ta'ala and in his names and his attributes subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bel fi awamirihi wa nawahi. Rather through also his commandments are good and pure and his Prohibitions are good. All of it is good, subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَهُوَ طَيِّبٌ مِنْ كُلِّ وُجُوهُ So in every way form, he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is good. And with that, he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, point number two. Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, لَا يَقْبَلْ إِلَّا طَيِّبًا Point number two, لَا يَقْبَلْ إِلَّا طَيِّبًا He doesn't accept anything that is pure. So the only thing he accepts is ikhlas. He accepts only ikhlas wa tawheed. وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُ دِينَ They have not been commanded except to worship Allah sincerely for his religion. They have not been commanded. This is tayyib. This is a good command. Because all of Allah's commands is tayyib. But it's good. They have not been commanded except to worship Allah sincerely for his religion. Except to worship Allah مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُ دِينَ Sincerely for his religion. Yani, other than that, ikhlas, other than ikhlas, if it's other than ikhlas, it's not accepted. La yaqbal. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La yaqbalu illa tayyib. He doesn't accept, accept that, is, that which is good. Innama yataqabbal Allahu min al Verily, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept, accept, does not accept, Except from the mutaqeen, those who are from the people of taqwa. This is in the Quran. Allahu min al So Allah does not accept the actions of the mutaqeen. That action that is sincere, that action that is mukhlis, and that action that is tayyib, and those deeds that are good, and that which is good is that which is in accordance to the sunnah of the Messenger. Because otherwise it's rejected, as mentioned in the previous hadith. Of Aisha radiallahu anha. And in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul. Man amila amila laysa alayhi amruna fahuwa rad. Whoever does an action that is not from our affair. And this affair is tayyib. This affair is good. Whoever does an action that is not from our affair. Then it is rejected. It is rejected. Because it's not tayyib. Inna allaha la yaqbalu illa tayyibah. Allah does not accept anything except that which is tayyib, that which is good. He only accepts that which is good. So the bid'ah so bid is mardudah. So the innovation is rejected. The hizbiyah is mardudah. The hizbiyah, the partisanship is rejected because it's opposing the sunnah of the Messenger wasallam. And the sunnah is tayyib. And the sunnah is good. So that which is in opposition to good is rejected. Like hizbiyah, like bid'ah, like all the jama'at, a da'wi, all these deviant 
groups rejected, not accepted. In Allah la yaqbal illa tayyibah. Allah does not accept except that which is tayyib, except that which is pure, good, and that which is pure and good is that which is according to the revelation, according to the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Point number three. Point number three, and that is the statement of Allah subhanahu the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمْرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ بِمَا أَمْرَ بِهِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ And that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded the believers with that which he has commanded the messengers. This is point number three, this, this part of the hadith. فَهَذَا يَدُلُّ عَلَىٰ أَنَّ الْمُرْسَلِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ مَأْمُورُونَ وَمَنْهِيُونَ And this is the proof that the believers and all of the messengers are commanded and have been prohibited by do, from doing certain things. By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لَأَنَّهُمْ يَفْعَلُونَ أَوْ يَقُولُونَ شَيْئًا مِنْ تِلْقَاءِ أَنفُسِهِمْ And this is also showing that they don't say that which is from themselves. So when we see and he, when we hear the statements of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he's commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to say that. It's a revelation. وَمَا يَنْتِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحِنْ يُحَى He doesn't speak from his desires. Allah said in Surah Al-Najm, but rather, it's a revelation revealed to him. Uktubu anni, fwaladi binafsi yadi, la yakhruju min illa haqqa. Fashara ila femihi sharif, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Okamakal. He said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, uktubu anni, write whatever I say. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Because by the one whose hands my soul is in, nothing comes out of this except the truth. Nothing comes out of this except good. And he pointed to his mouth, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Uktubu anni, write whatever I say. And this is one of the hadith that the ulama have mentioned that shows the command to write and transcribe the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam it's haqqa it's the truth because he's ma'mur sallallahu alaihi wasallam he's ma'mur he's been commanded allah commanded him allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him with all that he brings sallallahu alaihi wasallam from his actions and from his sunnah fa inna allah amara almu'minina bima amara bihi almursalin allah has commanded us believers those who believe in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Muslims, Allah has commanded them with that which He has commanded the messengers. So we follow the messengers, alayhi salatu wasalam. And we've been commanded by that to follow them. Not by following our uqul, our intellect, our intellect, but rather following that which the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasalam, has given us. Because he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, regarding him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولِ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُوا وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Whatever he, the messenger gives you, then take. And what he commands. Because he is commanded. The messenger has been ordered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to بلغ, to, to trans, tra, transmit مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكَ That which has been revealed to you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولِ فَخُذُوا What the messenger he gives you, then take it. And that which he commands you with. Then obey it. 
And that which he has, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, prohibited and forbidden you from doing, stay away. Because it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he is mursal. He's the messenger of Allah. إِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ بِمَا أَمَرَ بِهِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ Because verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to follow the messenger, alayhi salatu wa salam. Because that which he brings, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is from the revelation. It is the revelation. The revelation is the revelation of the Quran and revelation is the revelation of the Sunnah. And he's been revealed the Quran, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, and mithlahu and that which with it, yani the Sunnah, is a revelation. So we have to take that which the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, says, and that which he commands, and that which he prohibits. And that which he encourages, this is from the revelation, his statements, his actions, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his commands, his prohibitions, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is from the sunnah, and it's from revelation. In Allah amr al-mu'minina bima amr bihi al-mursaleen. And nuqtatu thalit rabi'ah, the fourth point, again still on this verse, amr al-mu'minina Bima Amra bihi al-Mursaleen That Allah has commanded the believers With that which he's commanded The messengers وَهَذَا دَلِيلٌ عَلَىٰ ذَلِكَ ثُمَّ ذَكَرَ الشَّاهِدٌ وَالدَلِيلٌ عَلَىٰ ذَلِكَ And regarding this verse uh, The messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He mentions the proof Regarding this statement here That Allah has commanded the believers With that which he's commanded the messengers He's then mentioned the proof He's mentioned the Dalil by staying the state, staying, mentioning the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya yuhar rusul, kulu min al-tayyibati wa'amalu salihat. And that is all you messengers, eat from the tayyibat, eat from the pure things, and do good deeds. So Allah has commanded the messengers, alayhi salatu wa salam, Ya yuhar rusul, kulu, all you messengers, Eat, and this is a command, this is an imperative. And eat from the good things and pure things and do good deeds. Eat from that which is halal. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded them to eat from the halal. Eat from the halal. And the qa'idah that is mutakarrar in the ahil al-ilm that the scholars they mention is al-amru bi shay nahyun an diddihi al-amru bi shay nahyun an diddihi Some of the ulama have mentioned this principle and that is the command of something is prohibiting its opposite. The command for something and to do something is that which is included is the prohibition of Barakallahu Fikum doing its opposite. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya you are Rusul, Kulu Mina Tayyibati wa Amina Saliha. Oh you messengers, eat from the Tayyibat. This is a command which means do not eat from the Khabithat. Do not eat from the Khabaith. Do not eat from the Haram. Eat from the halal. Allah mentions here. And eating from the halal, that which is incorporated in this command. By Allah, so all the commandment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
is to stay away and do not eat from the haram. Amru al-amru bi shay nahyun an diddihi. Al-amru bi shay nahyun an diddihi. The command to do something is that which is included is the prohibition of doing its opposite. Is the prohibition of doing its opposite. Point number five. Point number five, and that's the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Inni bima ta'amaluna alim. Inni bima ta'amaluna alim. Where he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said that verily I am aware of that which you do. I am aware bima ta'amaluna alim. I'm aware of that which, of that which you do. And this is, Barakallahu feekum, a tahdeerun lil insan. It's a warning for the people that they should, they should do and act according to the commandments of Allah and act according to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded and stay away from that which he has prohibited. And that he bil amal wal ikhlas. Some people they tadhaharun. Some people they show their actions but there's no ikhlas. They make it look like they're sincere in their actions. They make it look as if they're doing their deeds and it's sincere. But that which is inside, that which is internal, is in opposition to that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Verily, I am all knowing of that which you do. So do not try and deceive by showing actions of good in the apparent and internally it's in its opposition this is a tahdeerun tahdeerun lil insan it's a warning for the people kunu mukhlisin ya ayyuhalladhina amanu taqullaha wa kunu ma'a sadiqeen oh you who believe have taqwa of Allah be sincere to Allah wa kunu ma'a sadiqeen and be amongst the truthful ones. Be with the truthful ones and be truthful. Be with the truthful ones. Be counted. Be counted amongst the truthful ones. And those and the sidq and the, the, the truthful individuals are those whose actions are in accordance to that which is internal, that they are sincere and their sincerity is shown in their actions and their sincerity is shown in their acting, actions. Some of the ulama have mentioned that this verse here, and let's make this point number six. Point number six. This verse where Allah SWT said, Inni bima ta'maluna, ta'maluna, inni bima ta'maluna, alim. That verily I am all-knowing of what you are doing. Yata'iqulun, ahil al-ilm, yata'dammanu shay'ain. It comprises of two things. This verse generally comprises of two things. Al-awwal anna al-insan la yakhsha an yadi'a lahu shay'un min al-amal wa la anna Allah yansahu aw yatruku. And that is that the individual should not fear that his deeds will be lost that Allah will forget. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forget him and Allah would leave him. Fa jami'ul hasanat wa sayyi'at ya'lamuha Allah. Cuz every single good deed and every evil deed, Allah knows that. 
ويحصيها ويكتبها لصاحبها سواء كانت حسنة أو سيئة. And it's written. It's documented. It's written. And it's there. Whether it's a good deed or the bad or a bad deed. Allah knows it all. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inni bima ta'maluna. Ta'maluna. Inni bima ta'maluna. Alim. Inni bima ta'maluna. Alim. And verily I am aware of all that you do. Don't feel that. Yeah, Abdullah. Yeah, Amatullah. That your good deeds. You're not seeing the reward in this dunya. Allah has not forgotten. For verily Allah will reward those who deserve reward. When they should be rewarded according to his wisdom, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is alim wa hakim, all-knowing and all-wise. Showing the importance of this belief in the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And having knowledge of the asma'al sifat. Point number two. Oh, sorry, uh, shay'ain we mentioned, it comprises two things. The second thing it comprises, and this again is still point number six. The second thing that it comprises, and Allah Jalla wa Ala la yankhadi'u bi dhawahir al-baatila wa zukhrafi wa tazweer. Wa innama ya'lamu al-haqa'iq subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is Allah cannot be deceived. Allah cannot be deceived. So the first point is dealing with, do not feel that Allah and be despaired that Allah does not know your deeds and he's not going to reward and he forgets. No, he doesn't. The second point. The second issue that this verse comprises is that Allah cannot be deceived. He's not deceived by apparent actions. Nam and beautified speech or beautified actions. He knows the true reality, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore this should push us to increase in ikhlas. And this should push us to be sincere regarding that which we do. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Inni bima ta'maluna, ta'maluna, inni bima ta'maluna, alim. That verily I am aware of what that, all that you do. So therefore, it should increase us in ikhlas, ya akhi. Increase us in sincerity in all that we do. And know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of all that we do. Allah is aware of all that we feel. Allah is aware in all that we believe. Allah is aware in all that we say. Allah is aware in all that we look at. Allah is aware of all that we leave. Allah is aware of all that we, 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 we race towards. Allah is aware of all things. And this is where the individual increases in his taqwa when he fully realizes this affair. And that is why Ahlul Sunnah, the people of the Sunnah, are atqan nas. The people of the Sunnah are the most pious of people because of their correct belief in the names and from those reasons is their correct belief in the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The people who negate Allah's sifat, the people who negate Allah's names and attributes do not have this beautiful affair of iman in Allah's names and attributes which increases the individual in ta'a and doing tayyib actions that are tayyibah doing those good deeds because he has iman that Allah is al-haq that Allah is the truth Allah is the sami' Allah is the all-hearing Allah is al-basir all-seeing Allah is alim all-knowing Allah is hakim he's all-aware subhanahu wa ta'ala he's all-wise subhanahu wa ta'ala so therefore there is no despair and there is sabr and then with that he gets the ma'iyah and he gets this aid and support 
and victory from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna Allah ma'a as-sabirin. That verily Allah is with the patient ones. So therefore this year, ikhwati karam, akhawat, this shows the importance of studying the tawheed, studying the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because verily this insha'Allah will aid the individual in doing good deeds. Because verily he knows, innama inni bima ta'amaluna alim. Inni bima ta'amaluna alim. That verily I am aware of all that you do, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Point number seven, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned wa'amalu saliha and do good deeds. Allah commanded the messengers to do good deeds. And he commanded the believers to do good deeds. So he amarahum bi amrain. So he commanded them with two things. Al-akl min al-tayyibat. And that is for them to eat from the pure things. To eat from the good things. Wal-amil al-salih. And he commanded them secondly to do good deeds. Allah commanded them to eat from the tayyibat, the pure things. And he commanded them to do good deeds. And hadha min shukri ni'matillahi azza wa jal. And doing good deeds is having gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Having shukr. Being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the risk, the provisions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided for us and the tawfiq in our affairs. So therefore in this verse here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concludes by saying wa'amalu saliha and do good deeds. So therefore these two things are muhim jiddan and that is eating halal, number one. And number two, doing good deeds. Doing good deeds. And this brings us to point number eight. And point number eight in the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam daraba mathalan lilladhina yakuluna haram. And the one who didn't eat halal, didn't follow the first command that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam brings an example of this individual. Aladhi akal al haram. The individual that ate haram. Wayadullah. And he's trying to do amal al-salih. He's trying to do good deed. So that shows you here that when one is doing dua, that a person needs to use the methods of making dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated and the Messenger sallallahu has legislated. But he must also eat halal. He must also eat halal. And in this hadith, an example that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned asbab dua. He mentioned the ways and the means in which dua is accepted. And those things that we can do in order to make our dua, our supplications, accepted. And likewise, he mentions that which is from the mawani, that which is those things that prevents one's dua to be accepted. And let's go through some of these bi-idhnillahi ta'ala wa bilahi tawfiq. The first one he says, yamuddu yaday. Yamuddu yaday. The first means for dua to be accepted that is mentioned in this hadith is that he raises his hands to the, to the, heaven, to the sky. He raises his hands up. And this is from the asalib that is from the means in which one's dua can be accepted. As the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
he says in the law yastahi al-abdi yarfa yadayhi ilayhi an yarudduhu sifra or kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not reject an individual who raises his hands up and make him come back with nothing so because raising your hands is from the means in which the dua and the supplications can be accepted and again this is linked to a tawheed and this is linked to tawheed as everything is linked to a tawheed everything is linked to a tawheed and here barakallahu fikum shows the importance of aqidah that one raises their hands up because they are firm in the ulu and that is isharatan ila uluwillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is showing the ulu that Allah is above subhanahu wa ta'ala raising his hands up Allah is above and this is barakallahu fikum in accordance also to the hadith of the Jariyah Al-Mu'minah That the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Sa'alaha Ain Allah He asked her Where is Allah? And she replied Fissama Above He's above That Allah is above And then the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Said regarding this slave A'tiqha Fa'innaha Mu'mina Free her because verily she's a believer. So it's from Iman to believe that Allah is above. And when one raises their hands, Yamuddu Yadehi Ila Sama Ya Rabbi Ya Rabbi He raises his hands and he raises his hands in the in the in, in to the to the to the Sama to the to the sky to the heavens and said, Oh Allah, oh Allah He's affirming the ulu the, the, the ulu of Allah, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being above subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's number one, Yamuddu Yadayhi Lassama. The second thing is also he's, he's a traveller. And from the means for one's dua to be accepted is the, is the dua of the traveller. And the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned that in this hadith to show that even that, that this individual was raising his hands up following the means for it to be accepted. And he was travelling. Yutilu Safar Ash'atha Aghbara that he was dishevelled for his travelling. So he was travelling, num- number two. So not only was he raising his hands, he was also travelling. And travelling is from the means when one makes supplication for his supplications or her supplication to be accepted. Naam, this is from the means. And, and the third is that he said, Ya Rabbi, Ya Rabbi. This is the third means in which one's dua can be accepted. And that is... By calling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his name, subhanahu wa ta'ala, al-Rabb. And, and calling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his, through, uh, uh, by means of his names, subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us with. وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءَ الْحُسْنَى فَذْعُوهُ بِهَا And for Allah is the most beautiful names. Supplicate to him with them. So the one that wants provisions, he says, Yarazik Urzukni, oh the, the provider, provide for me. Ya Hakim Alimni or Ya Alim Alimni, oh the one that is all knowing, give me knowledge. Ya Wahab, oh the one that bestow and he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give him 
to provide for him. He uses the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a wasila, as a means in order for his dua to be accepted. So this individual has done three things. He's in a state, he's in a state, he's in a state of three in which one usually would get their dua accepted. And the first is that he raised his hand. And the second is what Ikhwan? You say indeed, inshallah, that he is traveling. And the third I ask, and I'm sure inshallah you say, that he said, Ya Rabbi, he called Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his names. He calls Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his names and his attributes. And through the rububiyyah, the lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is min asbab al-ijabah. And these are from the means in which one's supplication uh, is accepted. And he is ashad, and he was humble. Yani, laysa indahu kibr. He wasn't arrogant. He humbled himself in his dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. But yet, after this, point number nine, what did the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? وَمَطْعَمُهُ حَرَامٌ وَمَشْرَبُهُ حَرَامٌ وَمَلْبَسُهُمْ حَرَامٌ وَغُذِيَ بِالْحَرَامِ فَأَنَّ يُسَجَابُ لِذَلِكَ after all these means and, was, and these causes in which one's supplication could be accepted, this individual's food is haram. That which he eats is haram. That which he drinks is from the haram. That which his clothing is, or his clothing is haram. He's nourished with haram. How does he accept, expect? How does he expect to be answered or his supplications to be answered? Even after he raised his hands. Even after he's a traveler. He humbled himself. Even after he says, Ya Rabbi, Ya Rabbi. But because he ate the haram, akala haram, and, and he's, 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 he's not obeyed the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, kulu minat tayyibat, and eat from that which is pure. Even if he has used those means, mentioned those means, for or or done or applied those means in which one's supplication is accepted, he's verily he's fallen into an affair in which his one supplication is rejected, and that is he's fallen into the haram. His drink is that which he drinks is haram. Clothing is haram. Nourished by haram. So therefore, how does he expect his du'a and his supplications to be ex- uh, accepted? To be accepted. Shaykh Salih Fawzan, Ta'ala, he concludes and he says, Well, insanu ladhi yadu allaha yaf'alu asbab al-ijaba. That the individual who, who um, is calling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's making supplications to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he takes the means of ijaba, those affairs in which will aid him in his dua to be ex- accepted. Where tajannab asbab al-man'il qubool. But not only that, he also has to stay away from those things that causes his supplications uh, to be rejected. This is a muhim, important point that he mentioned. That which is intended is not that you just make dua and that's it. And that is that is upon worship. It's an important part of ibadah. But it's not just 
what making du'a solely, but rather, along with making du'a, we have to use those means in order for the du'a to be accepted. And we mentioned some of them in this hadith. And likewise, we must stay away from those things that prevent our du'a from being accepted. And that again is mentioned in this hadith. So we have to do these two things on top of making du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all of this, ikhwan, goes back to a tawheed. And obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his commands. And staying away from his prohibitions, from the perfections of tawheed. From the perfections of tawheed. So all these affairs, ya ikhwatil kiram, goes back to a tawheed. After that, we're going to mention uh, four quick benefits that we can take from this hadith. And you can call this uh, point number 10. And this is just quick summarized benefits that we can take from this hadith. Al-Fa'idatul Ula. The first um, point that we can take from this amazing, uh, fabulous hadith. That all of, the, all of the slaves of Allah are commanded. The Anbiya, the, the Prophets are commanded by Allah. Wal-Malaika, the angels are commanded by Allah. Wal-Rusul, the messengers are commanded by Allah. Wal-Mu'minina are commanded. The believers have been commanded by Allah. Wa-Kulul Khalq, all of the creation. Ma'murun wa manhiyun. They have been commanded by Allah and they have been commanded and prohibited from doing things by Allah. Fala ahad yuhdithu. So no one, no one invents anything regarding the deen of Allah from themselves. It's from Allah. The deen is from Allah. No one brings it from themselves. But the ibad are ma'murun. The slaves are commanded. Allah will not accept anything apart from that. Apart from that which is from his deen that he has legislated subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second benefit hadith And this hadith It shows the permissibility Of eating from that which is pure And eating from that which is good And this is a rad ala sufiya This is a refutation against the sufis Who Who think that abstinence And zuhud Is staying away from the pure things when in reality, a zuhud huwa tarkul haram. The true abstinence is staying away from the haram. And staying away from the haram includes staying away from bid'ah. And the Sufis who claim to stay away, who, who, who claim zuhud and, complain, and, and, and claim abstinence, they have not made abstinence from bid'ah. They have not made abstinence from, from deviance. Because rather, the true abstinence is a zuhud. Huwa tarkul haram And staying away from the haram Wa tarkul fudul al-ashya And staying away from unnecessary things Aladhi la yahtaju il-insan ilayha That in the people do not need Ba'asura al-tayyibat that we need Fa'ama aladhi yahtajuhu al-insan Fa'ada tarkuhu laysa min al-zuhud That which we need is not from zuhud And we leave it, it's not from zuhud Like the person who starves themselves The person who puts a, on woolly Woolly uh, uh, clothings on a hot days, so he can punish himself and say this is zuhud. La zuhud and abstinence is staying away from the haram, staying away from that which is impermissible. Now, 
Thalitha, the third benefit that we can take from this hadith. And that is that supplications are not accepted except that it fulfills the, uh, the, the means in which it is accepted and it stays away from those or the individual stays away from those things which uh, constitute to the supplication being rejected which make the, the supplication rejected now. And in this, it shows that haram corrupts the body. And that which the individual is, not, is uh, eating from haram, it corrupts the body. It corrupts the body. Haram corrupts the body. The one who eats haram corrupts the body. So for example, the individual who eats pork, haram, it's been proven that this haram causes cause harm to the body. And the individual who drinks khamar, drinks alcohol, is proven that this corrupts the body. And the individual, barakallahu feekum, that, that uh, drink, takes drugs or smokes cigarettes, is haram. Smoking cigarettes, because it harms the body. Also. And also drugs is haram, because it harms the body. So all of haram that, 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 that one can eat, that intake and eat and so forth, that is haram, is due to it harming the body. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it haram for the maslaha of the insan, for the benefit of the people. And likewise, it's yufsidul al-qalb, and it corrupts the heart. And, and that which corrupts the heart will corrupt the limbs. And also, eating haram, it uh, corrupts the individual's dua, and that the individual's dua is not accepted. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we act upon this hadithun azim, that this, we act upon this amazing hadith of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and this manhaj that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us to follow as it relates to our daily actions and our daily lives in order for us to be from those who in reality worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon tawheed and upon obedience, upon ta'a, upon ikhlas, upon sincerity, upon sidq, staying away from his prohibitions, staying away from shirk, staying away from bid'ah, staying away from major sins and staying away from minor sins and returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in tawbah and in repentance for affairs that we may fall into regarding as Allah messengers, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said in hadith al-Qudsi, Kullu bani Adam khatta' wa khayru khatta'ina tawabun. That all of the children of Adam, they err, but the best of those that err are those that repent. So it's upon us if we fall into any errors that we repent and we fulfill the conditions of repentance and that we do not, we, that we stay, we stay away from that, that sin and we do not. And number two, we make ardent effort to um, uh, have azima to not um, return to that uh, to that um, sin, and that the tawbah is nasuha, and the tawbah is sincere and it's purely is purely for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And if it requires uh, that if we've harmed an individual, that we either a seek forgiveness from the person that we have harmed, and that is part of the tawbah that is regarding actions that you have done or one has done unlawfully to somebody else that you seek tawbah from that individual but if it's an affair if the individual knew that what you have done has caused um, that you have done 
if he knew it, it will cause more harm. Then Ibn Uthaymeen al-Alama rahimahullah ta'ala, he said that mention him in good light, in the place that you mentioned him in bad light, and this should be uh, that which is sufficient for one's tawbah. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from those who act upon this hadith and advise with the scholars as it relates to its explanation. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallama wa barak ala nabina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Hayakumullah.